and good morning and welcome to VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor. It's uh, Wednesday the 6th of December. Um, morning, Paul. How are you? Very well. Thank you very well. It's a foggy morning, but it's going to be clear skies, looks like. We do like to talk about the weather on here. Uh, let's. Uh, it's still uh, all pretty tough out there. I noticed that Bushvale got all their funding done yesterday afternoon. Uh, so well done them. I don't know whether that was on your list of things to talk about, uh, Paul. Um, but it's sort of yesterday's news anyway. Um, don't know if you've got a comment on that at all. Uh, no, I didn't have a particular comment on it, only to say that, yes, they finally got it done. So now they can move ahead a little bit here uh, uh, just to see what they can do with that kind of funding now. Yeah, look, it was done at a premium of 3p and it was all pre-announced. It's the existing shareholders basically going into it. But it does mean that they can carry on uh, uh, producing lots and lots of vanadium. Uh, but of course, the price of vanadium is pretty damn weak at the moment. Um, okay, let's start. Uh, there's one I noticed, uh, Paul, I think a lot of people obviously at the moment talking about uranium. Uh, we had the yellow cake interims today where they're storing up even more uranium. Again, I don't know if you were going to talk about that uh, later on. Um, but let's just uh, on a company that we like, and we mentioned a few times, uh, Fission Uranium, which is a, a way of playing uranium price to a company. Uh, they had a, an announcement late in Canada last night that we probably should just talk about this morning. Yes, that's right. Uh, they announced uh, we'll have a 13-hole winter drill program testing wider area targets on their PLS property in the Athabasca region of Saskatchewan. These targets are geophysical in nature and separate from that, hosting the existing uranium reserves and resources they have at PLS, including on extension on the same condu conductor zone uh, down to the southwest, but also a parallel zone they have identified, uh, uh, which lies to the north of the existing resources. So they'll see whether that's also uranium bearing. They plan about 16 or 6,000 meters of drilling in this uh, winter program. So we wish them good luck on that. Okay, that sounds good. Were you going to talk about yellow cake? No, I wasn't uh, going to simply because I went looking for the details and couldn't find it on the website when I saw the announcement. Did you? Okay, well, I'll let you know. I mean, they've actually they've increased their holding in uranium from 18.8 million pounds to 20.16. I mean, we've discussed on here before. There's an awful lot of uranium funds, particularly the Sprott one, that just sit and hold a vast amount of uranium, uh, which isn't really helping the industry. But they do obviously go on then to talk about, which is the interesting bit of why they think their view on the uranium price. I'll just read one quote. Uranium price has recently hit a 15-year high, which it has, it's sort of $81, $82, driven by the same supply demand characteristics that we have consistently highlighted since our listing. Specifically, we are seeing higher demand as nuclear energy is increasingly accepted as the critical choice to meet our future net zero ambitions. Notably in France, we are seeing plans to reduce nuclear share of electricity generation to 50% jettisoned, while China's nuclear capacity target is expected to increase significantly from previous targets. At the same time, supply remains constrained, despite steadily rising prices, due in part to operational challenges associated with mining the commodity and geopolitical factors, risks that do not impact yellow cake. So that's the bull argument, basically, for uranium. Uh, you know, there are big, big bulls out there, an awful lot of them. There are some people like me who go, it's had an amazing year in 2023. 2024 is likely to be the opposite. But there you go. You can all make up your own opinion whether you want to be a bull of uranium or not. Paul, you can just say bullish or bearish at the moment or hold. Uh, bullish at the moment. There you go. Uh, it's always great to have two sides of an argument. Uh, what else did you want to talk about, Paul? Uh, we had uh, uh, 
preliminary economic assessment released on a new lithium deposit, this one, the Raleigh Lake project by International Lithium TSX listed firm. This is a deposit in uh, Ontario, and the numbers look pretty good uh, given the assumptions made in the preliminary economic assessment. Uh, uh, plans uh, to f uh, produce uh, or uh, 540,000 tons per year, pre-production capital cost $112 million Canadian, so that's pretty cheap. That tonnage number I gave is the plant feed rate, not the amount of concentrate produced. Life of mine forecast so far at nine years, uh, and total production of uh, over the life of mine of concentrate would be something shy of half a million tons of lithium. So. It's uh, looking pretty uh, decent story here. A 1,500 ton per day operation is intended on dense media plant. So uh, should uh, make uh, some decent money, they'll definitely proceed with further studies. Also wanted to talk about uh, the Chrome and PGM producer in South Africa that's also... Uh, Theresa. Yeah, that's Theresa. It is. I've got it. Do you know, that was a really confusing statement. It's basically a profits warning, isn't it? It is a profits morning, and that's because uh, the uh, they are bound under JSA JSE rules that if there's going to be a significant variance in numbers from prior periods, the JSE requires companies to uh, pre-tip the market on those uh, uh, estimates. And in this case, it's an estimate that their uh, earnings per share will be down by about 49% uh, from the previous year on the week. And that's all due to the weaker pricing that we've seen in the past year for both uh, Chrome and for uh, PGMs. So uh, that's not a particular surprise given the, the fall in market prices, uh, but uh, it's just something that you'd prefer not to see um, uh, when uh, you have that kind of volatility in the uh, revenue stream of a particular company. All right, I think that's enough for today, Peter. Um, Peter, not Peter, you're Paul. I'm confusing Peter with Paul. There's probably a story on that, isn't there? <laughs> got to get us the puzzle straight, yeah. <laughs> you, I'm afraid I've got a meeting first thing tomorrow morning, so I probably won't be on it. And then I've got to just jump over to the US for a few days. So I'll be away for a little while. Uh, it's a business trip where, fingers crossed, we get success and I shall, shall say no more. Um, very good. Uh, catch you when I am back. Okay, and I'll be on probably with Ollie tomorrow. <laughs>